It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Oh, here we go Monday. New week. It's a new week, new month. Yeah. 31 mornings of Halloween is underway here on the show. We've got some uh, some fun Halloween stuff today, that's for sure. October is the awesomest month of the year. You get that right. Casey, good morning. How was your weekend? Weekend was so good. I'm so upset. It's Monday per usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had fantastic weather. Yeah. It's like right in the sweet spot right now. You don't need a jacket, but you're not chilly. You're not too hot. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody talking about Hocus Pocus 2, good and bad. I would say that most of the reviews are leaning more towards the negative on oh. this on this uh, movie, but that's okay. It's okay. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. We'll get to that in a little bit uh, later in the show. Also, I saw so many videos and photos from Garth Brooks this weekend. I did not. You didn't see anything? Mm-mm. Again, we live on different planets on social media, apparently. I know. But Garth Brooks was in, at the Ozarks pretty much all weekend long. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> are you serious, Casey? Listen, out of all the people I'm paying attention to, it's usually not Garth. Uh, yeah, so a lot of people had a great time at this new venue, all for Bass Pro Shops and more. Um, but, I, you know, it's Garth Brooks. He always puts on an awesome show. So everybody had a great time. Uh, a pop star is taking some heat for playing a 200-year-old flute on stage while twerking. We'll talk more in Keeping Up With Casey at 7. Uh, Albert didn't stop at 700 home runs this weekend. Details are coming up in sports. And this week on Remy versus Casey, we've got Jake Owen and Aaron Lewis tickets. So your pick, if you choose correctly, who is going to win this week? And points are back. Mm, yes. That means penalties are back. Good morning. Thank you for listening. It's 92.3 WIL. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Ashley McBride is back with a new blowout and calling out an entire town in her brand new album. She released a new album on Friday. It's called Welcome to Lindyville. But essentially what she did here, she wrote an entire album about a fictional town she made up herself, but all the thing that the album, all the things in the album that it talks about, are still very real small town topics that you might hear about at a hair salon or from your neighbor. Yeah, which is super funny. The song titles even seem to reflect things that you might have heard before at home, like Brenda, put your bra on. That's track <laughs> one or track ten. The Forkham family funeral home. Very nice. So I feel like Ashley. What she did here was she wrote a novel without actually writing one in her own kind of way. And it seems so genius to me. Does this feel like Waterloo to you? I'll <laughs> Every, say. Everybody knows everybody's business kind of thing. I'll say there are some bits that definitely feel like home. <laughs> Ashley told the Tennessean, sometimes someone gets their ass kicked for cheating on their partner in the parking lot of an Exxon filling station. As if we're not just going to talk about it at the beauty salon. So I hope this album is one where people hear it. They feel smarter or better for hearing it. And when they do, it either makes them drop their chin in thought or smile to themselves. Yeah, that's so. awesome. Yeah, I feel like there are so many people that can identify with that small town. Even if you live in, like, even if you live in the St. Louis area and you're in Kirkwood or whatever, like, everybody, everybody on Kirkwood knows everybody in Kirkwood's business. What's really pulling me about <laughs> this is the fact that she went so far as to not only write songs from a small town point of view, but like she made up her own characters. She yeah. made up her own businesses. Like I said, the Forkham family funeral home. But she also made her own radio station. 
and her own television commercials to reflect it, where they do commercials for the businesses in the town. And the radio station is hosted by Stormy Warren, who we know of like Sirius XM. Yeah, and I don't he's know talking, what Sirius XM is, though. Okay, but the, he's talking about people in town. <laughs> it's so, she just went above and beyond. I think it's the coolest thing ever. And I think it really shows that a passion project can turn into something that's better than maybe a, a serious album that you work on for years. Yes. So what you're saying is if you see Ashley McBride on a commercial for a funeral home, that's not real. It's not real. <laughs> That's true. But I think it is the coolest. So maybe we'll post about it to our Instagram or Facebook page. Either way, you should follow us on all the socials at 923WIL. Remy and Casey. Hocus Pocus 2 or Hocus Pocus got a sequel 29 years after the original movie came out. And without any spoilers, people have had mixed reviews, but leaning negative. Mm. First and foremost, I thought Bette Midler, SJP, and Kathy and Jimmy did great. I thought it was really good. They were uh, they were recently asked how easy it was or how difficult it was to get back into character. There was just like there was no time passed. We just got into our characters, got into our drag, and, and Mary just came to me. And my relationship with Sarah, my relationship with Winnie, it, it, there, I didn't, there was no thought. It was, it was as if no time had passed at all. I think the costumes are like, they're like not haunted, but what is it? They're bewitched. It's the Sanderson sisters. And I totally felt that when I was watching. It's like they put back on the dresses of the Sanderson sisters, the wigs, all the stuff. And, and it all went back to normal? Instantly just became those characters again. So Casey, what did you think of Hocus Pocus 2? Now's the time you get disappointed. As I tell you, I did not watch it. You didn't watch it? We both had plans to go home to our respective houses and watch it over the weekend. Are you kidding me? I did not watch it. Big changes in my plans came and I found out that the gingerbread man had never even seen the first Hocus Pocus oh. which appalled me at first so I thought you know what first things first we have to watch the first one so last night we watched the first Hocus Pocus great yes. news he loved it obviously so tonight we're watching the second one but I have questions so are the witches the only original characters coming back uh no okay I won't ask anymore uh, I think it's I think it's known that Billy is also a returning character, Billy Butcherson. Who? What? How many stars are you giving this? We'll get to that in a second. Okay. But I do have some takeaways for you, Casey, and everybody listening. You have to remember for this is for the negative Nancys out there. Mm. You have to remember that this is a movie for children. Right. right? As the original <laughs> one was a movie for children. Yes, we all saw it when we were kids, and it's still a movie for children. So lay off. It was never going to be as good as the as the first one. Just let that be that. Which is usually how it goes. Yes. People get bent out of the shape for the weirdest things. I got to say that. Just first and foremost, if you're going on Facebook and you're like, I didn't think it was as good as the original and it's a quite a shame that that's the case. Come on. <laughs> you get bent out of shape for the weirdest things. Yeah. Uh, they did kind of set up for Hocus Pocus 3. Oh, mm. I will say this. I will say this. If you have not seen it yet, make sure to watch all the way through the post credits okay. or or at least, you know, all the way through the credits or fast forward through the credits or whatever, because there is a post credit scene. I was waiting for the black cat to talk the entire time. That did not happen. 
And it got a 59% on the tomato meter, which for a Disney movie, I feel like is pretty good. But it also kind of represents what I saw on Facebook, which was like 50-50, right? Yeah. So I'm going to give this a solid four out of five stars for nostalgia. And then it's just a fun movie. Just well, good. fun. I can it's get good. with it's, that then. It's updated. It's fun. I liked it. I saw some people who did watch it over the weekend, and I asked, okay, how did you feel about it? I'm really excited to see it. Yeah. And a lot of them said it was good. Yeah. Like nothing nothing more than it was good. Yeah. It's, so, it's easy to hate on a, on a sequel for sure. Yeah. And that's the, that's the path of least resistance that people took on Facebook. But I do want to know. I do want to know your honest opinion. Let us know on the Facebook page. I posted up a story there. It's right there, right at the top of the page. Let us know what you thought about Hocus Pocus 2. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Oh, it was all Albert this weekend. The 01. Albert lifts it in the air out to center. Going back Reynolds at the wall. He's done it. He's done it. His final regular season home game. Number 702. He's tied the game. He's tied Babe Ruth all time and runs batted in. 2,214. He could have been done at 700. He just could have been like, ah, I'm good. But he said, let me flex on him. Yeah. So he hit two more home runs over the weekend. Uh, he hit that 702nd home run in Sunday's 7-5 to loss against the Pirates in St. Louis. Uh, he's fourth on the career home run list behind Babe Ruth at 714. I, I don't think that's going to happen in the next three games. Hank Aaron's at 755. Barry Bonds is at 762. 23 home runs in his final season. That is pretty dang good, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, Pujols and Yachty were also honored in a 46-minute ceremony before their final regular season home game. That was yesterday. Uh, lots of grown dudes crying. Wayno teared up. Yachty, who is one of those guys that just seems so like, like rough and... Oh, yeah. hard. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's not... He's not going to shed a tear in front yeah. of all these people at Bush Stadium. If he breaks, it's real. You yeah. know what I mean? So, I'm sure there was not a dry eye in the stadium yesterday as both him and Wayno struggled to get through speeches. Pujols was like, uh, thank you. I'm out. Good night. <laughs> uh, the Cards have three more games in the regular season starting in Pittsburgh tomorrow, and then it's officially Red October. We got to get into the playoffs. We got to win some games. And get on with it. Let's get to that World Series. Uh, the Chiefs beat the Bucks yesterday, forty-one to thirty-one. Tom Brady not doing so hot this year. Well, yeah, because he knows he's like, man, I should have just stayed retired. I should have just left while I was like, while I was hot. So the Chiefs are now three and one. Uh, the Bucks are two and two, which is weird. Uh, and the Chiefs will take on the Raiders for Monday Night Football a week from today. And we're just 12 days away from the Blues home opener, so the sports just do not stop in this town. They continue going. Continue. With success and wins and all of it. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. People are truly getting their panties twisted over a flute. Let me explain. Oh, I think I know what you're going to talk about. Pop star Lizzo, who you will recognize from songs like this. In a minute, I'm going to need a sentimental man or woman to pump me up. And this. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% dab. Wait, so, 
Which? <laughs> Which? Obviously. Obviously. She is not just a pop star. She's also a super talented flute player, flutist. A flautist. Flautist. Which she does often in her sets. Like yes. she'll stop with all the pop star stuff and get out a little flute and be like... And the cool little remix is on it. Yes. So she was given the honor to play fourth president James Madison's crystal flute in the Library of Congress. What an honor. First off, I don't even know what the Library of Congress is without Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and I guess Lizzo's in there. Yeah. Turning it up. Shout out to James Maddie, who's playing the flute. Right. Who knew? <laughs> this is what it sounded like when she played the flute in the Library of Congress. Sounds like a Disney movie. She's great. She killed it. Yeah. But remember, part of Lizzo's shtick is doing what she wants and adding a little bit of spice to everything that she does. And so that might mean allowing her badonkadonk to get a little bouncy on stage. Okay. She's twerking it. During her performance with flute, she was, you know, playing it and she did a little... And so did her booty. <laughs> and it was funny. <laughs> so while she's playing this 200-year-old flute or whatever, she's also twerking. James Madison also twerking in his grave. <laughs> <laughs> People are very hurt and getting loud about it and saying that she, quote, tainted a piece of history. I don't know. I don't know either. And nobody even knew that thing existed. No one knew that James Madison played the flute. That's the thing. And no one should be getting upset about it because it's 2022. Like, the fish we have to fry, they are way bigger than Lizzo. Yeah, and I'll say this. I've, I've seen a couple of videos. So the, the, one, the one that she's on stage and she's twerking and she just does a little, like, a little uh, flutter oh. is, like, not even... It doesn't even it's show her bad. talent. Well, she, it doesn't show her talent. It doesn't showcase her talent on the flute because she's actually really, really good. So there's other videos you can find on the internet of her doing amazing things with the flute. I would just wish she would kind of do that on stage. Yeah. Her style, like classical music stylings, they exist. Yeah. They're great. It's just not what she's going to showcase because she's Lizzo. Like people yeah. come there to see her do the outlandish things. Either way, I think she's getting way too much hate for it. And also... I want y'all to know that James Madison is turning over in his grade because you haven't mentioned him in 20, I'm sorry, 200 years. <laughs> and now you're getting heated over his flute? Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Casey, on a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being the most fashionable, mm. 1 being wear the same thing every day, where would you rank me? Between wearing the same thing every day and having the most fashion sense, you're probably like a three because you wear the same <laughs> thing literally every week. It's, it's on a cycle. This is my Monday shirt. This is my Tuesday shirt. This is my Wednesday shirt. This is my five days a week jeans. I wear this on Monday. Yes. Wear this on Tuesday. I just, I stare at my closet the night before because I lay out my clothes the night before so I don't think about it in the morning. Uh-huh. And I just go, I don't really, I don't really want to worry about this. So a lot of my shirts are just a color, like a t-shirt. 
just like no, green no, or just no, blue. No, all your shirts are graphic tees and or like high V necks. High V necks. It's like a V neck, but it's not. I'm not. It's, it's not, not a, a C and chest. It's not a Jake Owen deep V. Yeah, it yeah. is a collarbone V. Yeah. Well, a poll asked 1,000 male office workers how often they repeat what they wear to work. 52% said they have about five different looks. There you go. And, they'll and it's often, called Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. They'll often rewear the same rotation every single week. Hi, Remy here. Been asking Casey about my fashion for the past, I don't know how many years now. Two years now. And I keep giving you advice and you keep just swerving me. Here's the thing. Don't ask if you don't care. Well, I do care. It's just a matter of execution. Like I, I just know it. I just need the, the clothes to show up at my house. I don't even want to think about it. They have programs for that. It's called Stitch Fix. Oh, Stitch Fix. Or other things like it where you can just, that way you don't ever actually have to buy the clothes. They just show up and then you wear them for the week and then you send them back and then you get next <laughs> week's in. And that's all it is. Like Trunk Club. Yeah. Uh, about one in five admitting to wear, admit to wearing the same shirt at least three times in the same week. I don't do that. Yeah. And one in 10 men said they wear the same shirt four times a week. I could see if you had a uniform. Yeah. Or if you're, I don't, if you're working outside, like if you're a labor worker or something and you've got like, that is your shirt for yeah. work. Not, I, I don't know. I could totally see that. But yeah, I'm definitely on that rotation game. Uh, we are assuming that they wash the shirts in between uses, but if, if there are- We are assuming. We'll put it that way. If there, there, there are times that uh, that might not be the case when it comes to my WIL t-shirt. Like if we have two events in a week, I might wear that twice outside. That's fine. It's all the other days in between that we've really got to work on. I'm sick of all these graphic tees. <laughs> all right, time for Remy versus Casey. We've got our contestants on the phone, Sam in Granite City, Lauren in Staunton. Lauren, you are on the phone first. So who's winning today? Will it be Remy or Casey? Uh, Remy. I like it. Let's go. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. All right, guys. Clean slate. Remy versus Casey. Are you guys ready? I'm so, so ready. I know. October's the best month of mall. No, it, it is the most awesomest month of the year. The most <laughs> awesomest month of the year. It really is. It's day three of your 31 <laughs> days of Halloween. Yes. yes. This is name the product. It's not scary unless you're Remy with no points. All right, here we go. Let's yep. start with you, Remy. Let's go places. Name that product. Let's go places. This is a credit card. Uh, let's go places. It's not American Express. It is uh, Chase. It's, you, want, you want to steal it? No. It's actually Toyota. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> I drive a Toyota. I don't even know that. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go places. All right. Case good to the last drop. Oh, man. We've had this before. We have had this before. Coca-Cola. I'll steal. Okay. Maxwell House. Um, Look at that. Okay. Terrible coffee. Let's go. <laughs> terrible coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Melt in your mouth, not in your hands. M&M's. I know. Easy one. Yeah. Remy, two nothing here. Casey, because you're worth it. L'Oreal. Yeah. Nice. I thought that was going to be a hard one. I was yes. going to say K Jewelers. K Jewelers. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Remy, buy it, sell it, love it. Buy it, sell it, love it. Feels like eBay. 
Oh. That is yeah. correct. Yeah. Remy. Remy. That was a shot in the dark. I was going to say Zillow on that. Oh, that would have been. <laughs> All right, one nothing for the month, man. I'll take it. Is that the shortest game of Remy versus Casey we've literally ever played? Well, you know, if you knew a little bit more about slogans, Ugh. maybe it'd go a little bit longer. But I'll take the I'll take the W today. Lauren will also take the W in Staunton. Lauren, do you want to go see Jake Owen or Aaron Lewis? Your choice. Oh, Lauren. Yeah, Jake Owen. Going to see Jake. Okay, Sam, we got you the Aaron Lewis tickets. And tomorrow we will play another game. Maybe it'll be a little bit longer than two minutes. Right. And maybe <laughs> I'll win that one. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Let's start to the month, though. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take the W today. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Singer Hardy was in a severe accident over the weekend with his tour bus. And... This is coming just a couple weeks after we heard about John, was it John Michael Montgomery's tour bus flipped? Yeah. So Hardy took it upon himself to post online on October 2nd, which was Saturday night. And he said, following last night's show, our tour bus... Sorry, there's some typos here. Following last night's show, our tour bus was in an accident on our way home from Bristol. There were only four of us, including myself, on the bus. However, we were all treated for significant injuries. Our friend, the bus driver, needs your prayers as he's still in the hospital with family. I've been released from the hospital, but ordered by doctors to recover for the next few weeks, which will cost us a couple of shows. My team and I will keep you updated. Please keep our road family in your prayers. Thank you to the medics. Etc. So I wonder if in this situation, because he's, is, he's, is Morgan Wallen still out on tour right now? Is he still opening for Morgan? So this, I don't think, had to do with a Morgan show. I think they were on their way to like a festival or on their way home from a festival. Okay. Morgan's okay. Like, I, th I think a lot of people forget, like, these guys are not on the same bus. Yeah, no, I'm just wondering if they'll fly somebody else in to do the opener. Yeah, or so Ian Munzik, who opened was the very first opener here in St. Louis. He's going to step up and take on Hardy's spot opening in Morgan's show for the next gotcha. few weeks. And then I actually they called me I'm doing magic. Oh. So, I'm so gonna, you'll be the first opener. I'll be the first opener. I know it's a little weird. It's not country music, but my my magic leans country. Mm. So, I see. Well, <laughs> I'm sure Hardy really appreciates that. I don't know who else was on the bus with him. I'm assuming band members. I know he has a fiance. I don't know if she was necessarily on the bus. We don't really know much of anything other than his injuries were significant enough to take him off the road for weeks. That's always scary. I don't know. I don't know how comfortable you feel about sleeping in the car when somebody else is driving, mm -hmm. but you really have to throw all of your trust into to them. Th that bus driver or whoever is driving the car. And even still, car, truck, whatever could come out of nowhere, T-bone you. Things could happen. Anything could happen. It's just, it's hard to, it's hard for me to get relaxed enough to be able to sleep or whatever on, I can't imagine, you know, and that's your, that's your home. Your home for all summer and fall. Yeah. So we're hoping the best for Hardy. It sounds like he's going to be okay, but still um, a scary accident. Feels like he'll be good though. It's officially spooky season. 31 mornings of Halloween with Remy and Casey, powered by Johnny Brock's Dungeon. Oh man. 
Welcome to the 31 Mornings of Halloween with Remy and Casey. On Mondays, we're going to explore St. Louis urban legends. Nice. So I've gone and done some research on some ones that I haven't heard about in the years that I've lived here. So you've heard about like Zombie Road and Lent Mansion and all of those things, right? The obvious things, sure. But there are so many different hauntings around Bell Fountain Cemetery. And there's one in particular that I was kind of creeped out by. Okay, so Bell Fountain, located Bell Fountain Cemetery in Bell Fountain? It's uh, like West Florissant is the actual street. Okay. And it's, there. I think Calvary Cemetery is right next door. But there's 87,000 plots there. Mm. Plus. We're talking William Clark of Lewis and Clark is buried there. I always forget that. Yeah. Adolphus Bush. The Bush family is, is there as that's well. That's pretty cool. That's a really historic cemetery. But it's also home to an entity called Hitchhiking Annie. The first reports of Hitchhiking Annie were in the 40s. She's said to appear at sunset. Motorists report a young girl wearing a white dress waving them down. Oh, I have chills. Some motorists have said that they've picked her up. And when she's in the car, as they pass... Bell Fountain Cemetery, the entrance of that, the entrance gates, she disappears into the night. So it's like this ghost takes on a human form for a little bit and then turns back into a ghost. Isn't that wild? I cannot believe I've never heard of this. So there's also been some reports of a woman in full Victorian crossing the street. Uh-huh. There's also another report of, an, of a, a little boy who's wearing 1800s attire that people will swerve out of the way for or suddenly stop their cars because they feel like they're about ready to hit somebody. Mm -hmm. But he's not really there. This is mainly on Calvary Avenue, which is the street that goes in between Calvary and Belfontain Cemeteries. Wow, if anybody is of North County and can attest to this or has heard this growing up or maybe even knows somebody with a story, you should let us know. You should call us. So I went out there and took some video and it was during the middle of the day. So it doesn't look spooky. It doesn't look super spooky, but I, I think I was more blown away by the fact that I've never really been there and driven around it, but there are so many different like mausoleums and uh, grave sites and huge structures, like architectural structures there. Wow. It's crazy. I can't believe I've, I know, I don't really know about this. Yeah. We gotta go. Just uh, beware of hitchhiking Annie. If you know about this, call <laughs> us at 314-954-9230. We also posted a video up on the Facebook page, on the Instagram page, and on TikTok if you want to know more. 92.3 WIL, New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey on the way out to day three of the 31 mornings of Halloween. It's all underway. And today we talked about Hocus Pocus 2, or I talked about Hocus Pocus 2 because someone didn't watch it yet. I- I'm sorry I have a life and was busy <laughs> over the weekend. I'm going to watch it tonight. But we also talked about, what's her name? Hitchhiker Annie. Yeah. And uh, her urban legend. That's takes place up in North County that neither of us really knew about. Yeah, the Bell Fountain Cemetery. Uh, apparently, there's been sightings of a girl in a white dress, and they call her Hitchhiker Annie, or Hitchhiking Annie, and she's been there since the 40s is what uh, when the first sightings took place. 
and you can see the video. We posted it up there. You can see the what the urban legend is every weekend or every week. We will discover new St. Louis urban legends as part of the 31 mornings of Halloween powered by Johnny Brock. So if you missed it today, make sure to hit up the socials, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, the Facebook page, 92.3 WIL. If you missed the show today, you can always check out our podcast, the Remy and Casey Show podcast available wherever you find your podcasts. And we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 923WIL. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world class instructors, we're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk free with a 30 day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.